This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go fuck yourself. I was going back to the old standard right there. Sharp. It's sharp. It's on the money. No frills. I mean, that's what we're here for. No frills. Or just right on the money type of thing. No frills are all about money and also drinking. Yeah. Welcome back to another week of bastardness. How's the week been? It's been good. It's uh, I know it's still warm. Uh, we've had an early summer, and now we're into summer now. Yeah, officially we've been into summer for a while. So uh, you know, hoping that it doesn't get too hot this summer. Hope that the uh, you know the climate gods are, are happy with us. The temperatures don't get too high. A little bit too high. Yeah. So well, everything. Yeah. Everything that I've read. Exactly. Everything uh, that I've read, and everything that I've read <laughs> about uh, the weather <laughs> these days is that it's just going to get warmer. This is going to get warmer and warmer, and we've certainly had our, our bouts of warm weather in the last several weeks. Our bouts. And, yeah. um, I like that. You swaths know, of swaths of warm weather. <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, and it's border. It's been borderline uh, uncomfortable. Uh, thankfully, it's not been like 100%, you know, humidity. It's crossing our borders also. I mean, let's just say it's probably the fault of immigrants. Well, El Nino, I think, has to be... Uh, He's the worst of them all. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Good guy. But anyway. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad everybody had a good week. Uh, welcome back to the Innocuous Bastards. We are a podcast that addresses current events, weird news, and our take on the day's most burning questions, all while under the influence. Hashtag yes. allegedly. Indeed. Um, I mean, my name is Amato. <laughs> You mean? <laughs> I mean, my name is Ag. Did again? I was drinking. Yeah. Uh, yes, my name is Mac. And uh, today's burning question. Ooh, burning pun. Yeah, already punning. Yeah. Is um. It's not even a question. It's not even a question. You're it's right. It's, 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 it's happening. It's going to be happening. It's going to happen. It's going to have happened in the future, in the past, <laughs> and, and will going to happen. That is. No, sorry. There's there, let's not go into any Doctor Who thing because otherwise, Mac is going to get an erection. I'm going to get a gas of some kind. Um, but <laughs> at the time of uh, when when this episode airs, it'll be about a week before the, the, end of the new world. marijuana laws ha- uh, for Oregon take uh, is uh, takes effect for better so or for worse. July first, two thousand fifteen. Um, since the uh, since the bill was passed, Oregon uh, um, ha- has legalized possession of marijuana up to yeah, what is eight name? ounces. Is it eight ounces? Okay. Um, in your personal, and you can have up to two, or I think two or four pot, four marijuana plants, four plants. at home. Twenty roaches. <coughs> Excuse me. And this is, you know, this has been touted as as a big win for Oregon, especially for somebody, not somebody, especially for a state, and especially for a city like Portland, who's been all about, you know, just expressing themselves as their own individual, and and uh, that has nothing to do with pot. No, I think I think at some point you're just going to see lots of uh, you know spliffs on the sidewalk, discarded because it's not going to be worth anything anymore. 
You're not going to be like, oh, I need to pick that up because it's all legal. You're just going to be able to do what you got to do. It's done. It's part of the regular life uh, that you live, which it should be anyway. I mean, it's just like drinking. I have a, I have a, because I don't vote, because uh, I can't but vote. You're, yeah, it's just, um, you can't, it's not, you why, can't. Why is it July 1st? Why couldn't it be January 1st? Uh, Anybody know? There's no reason that laws need to take place at the beginning of the year. It makes sense, though, to be in G- uh, July, July 1st. They were actually, you know, they, they were thinking about the stoners. It's like, when is they most, <laughs> when do they have the most fun? Yeah. It's like, going to be midsummer. Or when does the sun most, like, activate, you know, their muscle fibers? They can just move a little bit out of whatever they're sitting in, in the Taco Bell mess that they're in. They can get up. Pro- probably summer. You know, they're just they're just like snakes. you got to get them ready for the 4th of July. Give them, ah, give them a little something. The 4th of fucking July. Good one. Good right. one. Yeah. That makes so, sense. It's their, it's their Independence Day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for lack of a better term, I think it is an Independence Day for the uh, marijuana growers and marijuana users. Uh, especially in Oregon, and you know, it's about time. I mean, our our, our neighbors up north had it um, uh, legalized for at least a year ahead of us. Well, two years, maybe. Seahawks fans are always on to some kind of thing. No, but before, I mean, it, it, no, there's a time, and actually, as it is right now, as of the recording of this podcast episode, uh, people had to go up to legally had to go up to Vancouver, uh, Canada. I'm sorry, Vancouver, Washington. <laughs> So just a little across. Did you, did you go up there or across the Columbia River? Did, did, did you go to? Did you go just try to distinguish? What was that? I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. I, I know of people who uh, who take make a little sojourn up north. Uh, sojourn, just sojourn up north that, across the. Uh, that sounds so yeah. peaceful. Just yeah. <laughs> sojourn. What are you doing today? Uh, sojourning. <laughs> Hey, that's what you get to. That's what you get to after. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, so it's, so anyway. But but now nobody uh, ever makes it, an illegal sojourn, though. Let's just say that nobody makes an, an, an illegal illicit, sojourn. Illicit, illicit sojourn. sojourn. But why wouldn't yeah. they? Why couldn't they? Because they because wouldn't use that word. They no, I mean say a sojourn. I'm saying, but with marijuana, I'm thinking that it's such a religious experience. It is more of a sojourn than it is a, a, a visit. Well, I want to hear more about your religious experience later. But for now, we're going to talk about the. Uh, but yeah. Well, I think a lot itself. I getting think. back slightly to the topic. <laughs> uh, and I we're think, not we're not high, by the way. No, we're just drunk. I think it's it was Washington passing was very key in our doing it here in Oregon because we already realized, oh shit, they're making all kinds of money up there. Yeah, and well, it's like we I don't have. You know, it's like Oregon's not a really rich state. It is okay, but it's not well off. There's no industry like there is in in Washington. Well, but also we don't have a sales tax here, which is another hindrance, I think, at the same time. I think the thing that helps Washington the most is the sales tax. Well, there's no... there's no The tax is built into the price. Right. So, so people so expect what you, what you pay. Right, exactly. So and it's I kind think of they did that model. here. It's kind of like a VAT. No, that's different. No, it's not value added. I mean, it's something that you, you just... You come to expect as part of your... More purchase. Nobody even looks at that. Even well, what do you, you mean like you, here buy, in you buy something in Oregon? It, you, the price is the price. That's what you're yes. going to pay. Up in Washington, there's sales tax, but if you go to purchase things like marijuana, there the tax is already ro- actually they're taxing at each level. So, for instance, if like mm. um, uh, okay, like a, a, a predict- particular product costs fifteen dollars in Was- in Vancouver, Washington, it's probably going to be sold as twenty bucks here in Oregon. Something to that effect. No, it's, no, no Oregon doesn't do that. That's the problem because there's competition between the states. You have the Vancouver side, you have the Portland side, so you can't really play that kind of game. But how does Oregon get the money? 
So people are lazy; they don't want to go to bank. <laughs> well, because there will be tax, but it's going to be taxed on. Well, the in Washington, it's taxed on the manufacturer, well, the yeah. distributor, yeah. and and possibly the you know the storefront too. So it's taxed at each level. In in uh, Oregon, I don't. I mean, there's going to be some structure of that too. But one of the things that I've read that they're going to do in Oregon is they're going to keep the prices very low yeah. to start with to kill the black market in Oregon. Of course. So it could end up being a much um, sort of a, I want to say more of a revolution in, Port- in Oregon, in Washington, because it's very expensive up there. And uh, that keeps a lot of people. It's just like, oh, I know I can get it from this guy for half of what they're charging at the store. I know I can go to the store. But what is right? It? So I, I would think that until the government totally finally gets a hold on it, whatever it is, there's still going to be a black market, and that's fine. There's still going to be capitalism. There's going to be happening. But, but if you look at what, what I, but well, but the, the biggest battle that I've heard about recently is the battle between hemp growers. And marijuana growers, because what it is, is different. It's the same thing, but it's different because people who grow hemp, they use it for certain things like you know, clothing or medicinal reasons beyond just smoking it or, or using well, there's, it. They're going to use different so strains. What they're saying is that there's, there's a lot, I think, that they're trying to push now. The people, I don't remember who it is, which one of the two is doing it, that says you can't grow a certain strain within like 10 miles of another strain. Because it infects the other uh, strain, it makes it more the opposite of what it should be. I guess I don't know all the mm-hmm. science behind it, but basically, that's the next big fight. So that shows how mainstream it is now, because it really is capitalist. That's a capitalist argument right there. That has nothing to do with like the, the benefits of what it brings to the table. That has to do with like who can make the most money. The government has real has always known, but they've been too stubborn for years because of the so-called war on drugs to realize how much of a cash crop. That they have there, it's it's gonna it's gonna generate billions of dollars into the economy, and it's not gonna do anything different than it's already done in the, in the last in the past twenty years. We're not gonna see like a uh, a, a devastating effect of and and on any particular uh, part of where we uh, you know people who we live with. It's just gonna be it's gonna add if it's done right. It can add to what we already have because it's an untapped market. Well, it's a market that is currently tapping itself. I mean. You have to you have to know a guy, and yeah. now it's just I mean even for us here in Portland, I mean it's different for somebody that lives in Medford, the the law, the Washington law, but it has much more of an effect on Portland because it's ten miles and you're you can go buy pot legally and you can right you can have a sample and you can have a selection and and, and bring it all back. You, can, you can't really do tasting, <laughs> maybe eventually, <laughs> but. Uh, so Oregon needed to pass this law. I mean, it needed yeah. to. We need to get, keep that money here. But what's going to happen? So you know how I, I know how you know how Washington residents now, especially the ones in, who live in Vancouver or are just near the border of uh, Washington, Oregon. Washington state Washington state residents come to Portland to do their shopping tax free. So does that some mean? Extent, so does that extent. mean then that Washington state uh, citizens? Better term. Can come to Oregon and buy cheaper, cheaper marijuana. Yes, in the beginning. So there's in the a beginning. Lot, I agree. So the there's going to be a lot of demand. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of uh, competition, rather, for the supplies at that point. So yeah. July one, we're going to be standing in line. No, or people no. are going to be standing in line with va- Vancouverites. No, well, I, I no. think that the biggest. Uh, we compet- just, let me address yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, yeah. They're not doing. There's no retail operations. 
coming July 1st. This is at least another year out, at least another year out, before they actually open stores. So what July 1st means is that it's now legal to possess. It will be legal to grow. You're not going to be able to smoke it outside, like in a public scent. Although, that day, July 1st, is going to be fucking everywhere. Yeah. I mean, you go down the waterfront, it's going to reek a pot. It's going to be 420. So, it's going to be one of those offenses for the police. It's like, I, do I want to bust a guy for smoking a little weed? Is it worth my time? No. So, that's going to be kind of a, I don't know, a, a laxing of that rule in itself. But there's not going to be any sales for a while. But, but what about the dispensaries? How, how does that affect the dispensaries? Medical marijuana is a well, different... I think, I think the dispensaries are the least important part. Right? The important, important part is where you're going to grow it. And what resources do you, do you have to provide the product to the populace? So if you look at it right now, the U.S. is in the least advantageous place to, uh, to, to, to grow it as much. Like I was, re- uh, I was hearing that in Canada... They're already building huge warehouses and huge places where they grow it hydroponically, like a lot of pot. So you can in Canada, it's going to be really cheap. So in America, the reason why it's not is because it's federally Ill- illegal still to you know do it. So no one's going to be taking the chance. And even just the other day, I was I, I was on the radio, and Lloyd's of London was an insurer for some of these companies, which is one of the biggest insurers in you know, the world. Mm-hmm. And they have come out of the industry because uh, they've said they're not going to insure it anymore, the growing of it, the companies that grow it, because it's illegal federally still. Hmm. And that still impacts all businesses throughout every, throughout all, the, how many states there are? 50 states. Like 56 <laughs> now, I think. 57 states. It, it impacts everybody because... It's still federally they, illegal. They like, made it Trump's a nice round law. number for you. <laughs> I still, but the bottom line is, I'll still fuck it up. I will still fuck it up because I can still consider Puerto Rico fifty-one. <laughs> we should always. Will. This should be a state. Come on, Puerto Rico, get on board. But uh, no, but seriously, it's the it's the federal law that's it's holding everybody back. So it's the federal government. As soon as they jump on it. And they get on that that money wagon that's going to be there. There, then it's then the then the U.S. will be ahead of other countries as far as it goes. But right now, Canada is the place where people can just they, they can get loans from banks yeah. to go grow the stuff. Yeah, whatever it is, it'll be uh, it'll be very interesting. Come July first, of course. I mean, with, with whatever uh, whatever comes to be. Uh, on that fateful day, and um, we'll talk a little <laughs> bit more. Day. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. Welcome back to the break. We uh, smoked a bl- <laughs> <laughs> we smoked a marijuana pot. We smoked a we, we smoked pot. Hot, hot marijuana, <laughs> as Steve Buscemi would put it. And then we did some weed too. Um, yeah. So I think I want to as a as j- technically a non-user, the public service. Let's say yeah. Let's, let's say let's say service I think there's some I think there's some um, um, there's some misconceptions out there, especially from the from the from Portlanders and from the from Oregonians um, who are not necessarily in the world of, of, of marijuana about what will happen come July first, right? So like let's take for instance me. I think for some reason that. All of a sudden, there's a there's a bunch of retail stores that would sell marijuana that'll all, all, that'll open up grand openings on J- July first. But is that really the case? That is not the case. I mean, they they're away. They've actually in the last couple of months, the it's really the OLCC that controls how stuff goes with this marijuana. And they fired the guy that was 
A1 in charge, B2 had a vast experience. He was like the best guy for the job. They fired they him? They fired him. For, I think maybe it was like personality type shit. I don't know. It was probably sampling. Yeah. A little, bit, a little bit too much. He was, he was trying to live the life. Yeah, he was just trying to go native. <laughs> exactly. But, so, so no, you're not going to be able to buy marijuana on July 1st. It's probably another year away at least. For for retail, retail sales? Retail sales, yes. Um, if you have your green card, then yeah, you can, but you can go now to dispensaries. And and that's the other thing, is that dispensaries are not going to become the retail stores. It's a, okay. And especially business. in Oregon, it's a different, a different yeah. structure entirely. It's, Possible, maybe down the road, that they may be able to morph that, or maybe a really robust retail system kind of kills off the medical part, you know. Mm, mm. Uh, but I think they really or the, the medical part, uh, the ones that do adapt, and they and then they end up having both. Having both, it just becomes makes like there's not medical alcohol. You don't go to a medical alcohol store. Mm. It's just like it, it is what it is. So true. I think at some point the retail will probably kill off the, the medical because the medical right now the only thing that's going for it. Besides from access here in Oregon, is it's cheap, you know. Yeah. So if they make the retail cheap, there's really not much point in having dispensaries. I don't. See, yeah, Cap- I think the competition, and again, cap- I think the capitalistic uh, viewpoint with there will, will, will make that happen, and you, mm-hmm. you, and you won't have that anymore. So, so essentially, then the black market will still exist come July one, because I mean, it doesn't change the law in terms of you being able, an individual being able to possess. Eight ounces, up to eight ounces of, of, of marijuana, and or for it, but it's no, it the ma- the manner by which they get that is still going to be the same come July first as it is now. They could either go to Vancouver, Washington, or you know, or, and purchase it legally, or purchase it in the state right now via existing retail methodologies. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you want if you the buying it becomes. Not irrelevant. Secondary. You could still you could still get busted for buying pot in Oregon. Okay, certain amount. But you, what is le- what will be legal is that now I can go up to or someone it doesn't have to be me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can go up to Washington and you can buy stuff and you can bring it back in your car and say, and say you got pulled over if you're not right. if you haven't smoked anything you right. really haven't done anything wrong. So you can now transport it. Let's You'll let's be able to have it. Let's right. break this down to the the uh, the the law is up to eight ounces. What does that look like? Oh, that's a sh- god. That's a huge. That's is a that lot? big bag? Dude. Well, just think about what a, what a, a leaf weighs by itself. Just a full leaf, and think about what that weighs. Eight ounces is well. Aren't well, okay. Leaf, let's just look at this this can of beer, which nobody can listening to it. But <laughs> it's a, a Pabst Tall Boy is sixteen ounces. Okay. But that's fluid. That's a totally it, different. But unit it's of still it gives people it gives people an idea. No, it Six, doesn't. Sixteen ounces is is way more than you can. Possibly, it's a lot. So, like a, a half of the can of half no, of the can. No, no, no. <laughs> so but, uh, why don't you educate us? Um, yes. Please. So, uh, like, from my limited experience of this thing, uh, maybe like a sandwich bag would be. It's kind of maybe sort of stuff full. That's maybe one ounce. S- that's what I'm sure. Like one ounce. Really, a yeah. sandwich bag? Yeah, yeah but like it's not. It's, kinda, it's not compacted though. Yeah, it's not compacted. It's kind of yeah. loose. That's a ton of pot then. A po- an ounce is, is a lot of pot in Holy itself. Shit. So eight ounces, a half a pound of marijuana. Right. If you, I don't, I, is that what? Did you see that for sure? It's eight ounces. It could well be. I think that makes sense. It's more than you would carry on your person to go to 
like camping over a weekend. It's that's yeah, being a ridiculous more, amount. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But you know, some people would want to stockpile it, and maybe they just do a one grow a year for their glaucoma purposes, and they should be able to you know, not have to keep growing if you've already locked your supply down. So, well, what I'm curious is for the people even who don't really know, like me, really what medic- what medicinal value it brings to the table. Explain to me, like you mentioned, glaucoma patient. What does that do for someone with glaucoma? I, you know, I'm not sure if it. From what I understand, it's like glaucoma involves a little bit of pressure uh, yeah. buildup, and I think the marijuana maybe relieves that pressure. But also, I think sort of the main things is that for like cancer patients, marijuana is good for inducing, um, you know, hunger and right. the fabled munchies. But just to be able to somebody that's having their their chemotherapy course and that's a, something that really makes you feel ill this calms your system down maybe maybe, maybe reduces the nausea and all that kind reduces of stuff. nausea yeah. and, but just but generates that that sensation like you want to eat something right but there's yeah and I'm told there's pain um, relief effects too I'm not I mean obviously like if you have your leg cut off it's not going to like make you forget your leg was cut off no but uh, for certain things, it can help alleviate pain. It's also just kind of relaxing, and you know, I don't know that it has any muscle relaxant qualities to it, but there could be something to that. Yeah. So, so really, what the government is angry about, just to go back to, so so people really understand what they're angry about. What what exactly are they angry about? What is who's the angry? The federal government. Why do they not want it to be, for instance, on the same level as alcohol, which alcohol was banned for a while too? But I mean, why why do you think that? Um, uh, the federal government is so anti. Well, I think this because it challenges their authority on something, and we haven't seen too much of that in uh, the states in a long time. But there used to be a lot more of it. There used to be a lot more states that would, you know, it's like, hey, we're not going to do that, and then the government would come in and say, yes, you are going to do that. But uh, like, we're about as far off, far away from the centers of power in this country that. It's it would be tricky for them, but it's also it's just like I mean, how much how much further can we go off this continent and still remain in the United States? So that distance gives like that's that's why we're all here. We're all maybe little outcasts and we're all little outlaws and it's still that Wild West feeling. We are all Katniss. Yeah. Absolutely, going to bring down the system. <laughs> uh, just uh, just to jump in real quick, so I looked at Oregon.gov, and it does state that it's eight ounces of wow. usable marijuana, That's and good. usable marijuana is defined as dried marijuana flowers or leaves. In other words, marijuana that is ready to smoke. Yeah. So that is a ton. I didn't. That's a lot. That. But I think yeah. one of the, another one of the main things about uh, the the Oregon versus Washington laws is that you will be able to grow. Legally here, to for your own supply, again the four plants doesn't sound like a lot, but it can produce a lot. Mm-hmm. And especially if you were to just kind of keep those four rolling over, but you can't do that in Washington. You have to, if you want to buy, you have to go to the retail store. So that's where the difference is then between the, it's one the of them. states. It's one of them. Oregon sort of I think look, took to, looked at what Washington did to some extent and is trying to improve on improve some of these things. It. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. There's a caveat over here. An individual can carry up to one ounce in public. So it's like you can carry eight ounces. Say, hey, look at me carrying it. <laughs> um, so, real quick, though, does that also mean that July 1st, 
the people who are smoking in, 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 in secret can now smoke uh, publicly? Not, I mean, not according to the law. I mean, right. It's still punishable, supposedly, to smoke marijuana in public. But, I mean, again, it's like, this is day one of the law. Things are going to probably find where they should be. And, and the what's, you know, a cop isn't probably going to arrest you on July 1st for smoking in public. But maybe a month later, maybe they do. Or maybe they just become sort of like, yeah, we've like got bigger fish to fry. Like a little bit of growing beans, so to speak. Sort yeah. of, but just it's going to have to sort of settle itself out. And I, I just, I don't think that people in Oregon are like up in arms like, oh, Go arrest all marijuana smokers. Although, again, I'm saying this from the Portland perspective. If you lived in fucking Ontario or something, yeah. Oregon, they probably are not that keen. They don't, you know, it's like they, why they live there versus Portland is because they can keep some of their laws a little more conservatively there. But also, I think if, if you look at it, I don't think if we're going to see people like, I don't think people are so disrespectful that they're just going to be smoking at bus stops, like, right in your face. Either. Or think, outside the preschool. Yeah, I think people are going to be fairly cool about it. They're going to keep doing what they're what they're already doing, but they're going to feel more a little bit more secure about it. They're going to feel like, hey, maybe it's not so weird anymore. And, and eventually, it will just become, I think it'll be eventually more like just drinking. Or clove cigarettes. Yeah. And, You'll and, smell and, it sometimes. Yeah. And usually there's people that do that, by the way, get dirty looks because it Ooh. smells awful. Let's just be honest. It smells like shit. And so I always get dirty looks from a race moment because somebody's like, "Why are you doing that right in front of people's faces?" You can do that shit at home, at least. Or you think you think somewhere mar- else? You think marijuana smells like shit? No, cloves do. Oh. <laughs> cloves are uh, this smells awful. It's a terrible thing. Uh, but also, I think people will just be they'll be mind they'll be, they'll be more mindful of it. I mean, we're not dealing with co- with cokeheads. So I can get people like doing lines off you know the you know the the, the handrail at the bus stop. Well, it's I mean, little, it's a little bit different. We're also we're also talking about Oregonians and Portlanders, so they're a little bit more, I don't know, refined and reserved in, in in a way in terms of how we express ourselves. You know, I mean, we're not like walking around. Well, first of all, there's laws against it, but we're not like, you know, it's not like New Orleans where you can walk around with a with a big big gulp of vodka, you know, t- or Vegas, yeah, or, or Vegas where you can just walk around <laughs> walk around freely with alcohol. You're not going to be able to walk around freely smoking smoking marijuana. Maybe not, but there also will be some sort of tipping point where, again, it's like you see somebody walking down the street. You're not going to call the police, and the police are going to rush over and run and like arrest that person. No there's, no there's going to be a real world element. I yeah. mean, yes, and maybe like there's some blatant like some guy's smoking in front of a bunch of kids on a school trip. Or a bunch yeah, of maybe nuns. you cite that yeah. guy. Maybe you maybe you cite that guy. But for the most part, just walking around, I just think you know well, nobody's going to fucking care. Nobody's going to respect a cop for pulling you yeah. aside to bust you for smoking a reverb. And, and to be fair, I see that now. You do I mean, see it now. You exactly. Know, That's why I think it's much change. Especially with the with the uh, e-cigs or whatever. The vape... The vape uh, Which you know. is a great point because okay. it, if nothing else, you can't tell what somebody's smoking in an e-cig. You know? Yeah. I mean, maybe you can smell something, but before they have... Before they exhale, I think you have no idea what's in there. That's and it's true. way more harmful to them that's becoming out. It's way more harmful to smoke those things and the e-cigarettes with all the... It's way more harmful for the user? Yes, than it is for anybody else. I mean, they're in, uh, it's the formaldehyde and all those things that are involved with the vaping and the e-cigarettes. I mean, if they want to do that, I don't have a problem with it. It's not going to do it on the bus in my face or something, or they're, they're in a market and they're blowing it in my face. If they want to in- inhale all that crap... More power to them, I guess. 
Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuousbastards at gmail.com. But uh, individually, where do we stand in terms of July one uh, with the uh, with the marijuana laws here in Portland, Mac? Uh, it's not really going to change much, other than just going to accelerate uh, the cap the capitalistic process that they're already engaging in. And I don't really have a problem with that. I mean, I think it's better. I think you give overall the the, the far reaching effects. If you look at Mexico, you look at the cartels. Who've been very much involved in mar- marijuana growing in the black market? It's just going to weaken them, and that's been my point all along. Is the reason why you should legalize it is because you give less power to those kind of organizations. If they if they can't sell it for a, a premium rate on on a black market, they're not going to have resources. They're not going to have money to do what they do. There'll be much less effect on those. So I think I think crime will go down. I think state revenues will go up, and I don't think that's it can be, do nothing but good. AG, yeah, I, I agree with a lot of that. Um, I totally have another point that Mac totally derailed me on <laughs> somehow. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think some of the stuff that's gone up in Washington, like they've said that maybe the DUI things are, are there's like no change. Yeah. Um, I, I see pretty much good things. Oh, I know what I was going to get to. Was that <laughs> this is n- now this part of the country, the Pacific Northwest, can now pretty much be sort of like a little bit of a mecca for certain people. So now they can know, oh, especially in Portland especially, maybe even more so than Seattle, is going to be sort of a little bit of a destination for some people. It's like, oh, I can go smoke pot there. I can go fucking to the store. Kind of kind of like Amsterdam. Amsterdam, God, except Amsterdam. past Amsterdam, because Amsterdam was still kind of restricted on what, you know, we, yes, you could go get it there, but you got to go to, you know, a certain place, and they can't really advertise that they okay. have it, and so that was still a little hush-hush, and so this is much more just like, fucking come get it, right? <laughs> uh, so that means higher, rent, higher rental rates, it means more people living in the <laughs> fucking Oregon. No God damn days. it. Do you think there's a little bit of uh, kind of a destigmatizing that could also happen? Yeah, I do. Um, I think as you, pretty much as you get exposed to anything, you become desensitized, uh, yeah, and good I, or bad. Yeah. So uh, I just think that it's. And, but part of me also thinks like if you're in Oregon, if you're in Portland, especially, you smell pot probably every day, almost right. every day of your life. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know, it's just one of those sort of cultural tipping points that I think that on you know, July first will now make it okay for those people that are like, oh, I can't get caught smoking marijuana because I'll get in trouble. It's not going to make that okay for them. Well, so. although, let me, uh, from a, from the perspective that I have, from, from the job that I have, yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean that you can just go apply. So companies still have the right yeah, to, drug, to drug test yeah. and to refuse employment for that. So if you know there's some job that you want and you, you really like pot at the same time, you have to do that math in your head. It's like, well, is it worth it? So that's where the difference is, because it's still a federal law. It's still federally banned. So until that law is federally banned, employers still have the app. Because you know, I've had a lot of people, even people come in and get an interview. It's like, well, I, you know, I t- tested positive. I'm, I'm going to test positive. It's like, well, 
Because doesn't it stay in your system for like 30 days or something to that effect? Or? Well, I think it's the bare minimum, I think. You know, right. It depends on how much you, how often you use. You got it, okay. You know, but uh, I think what it is is because it's still illegal on a federal level, that's where the difference is. That's where the stigma will remain until it becomes a federal uh, law where it's legal. So that's where the difference is. Where is it? So it's legal right now in Colorado, Washington, Oregon seem to be. Yeah. Where else? I'm not sure. There might be some. Uh, I think those are the three. Alaska might be really close. Yeah. They've always had. Ironic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like Mac was saying, there's still going to be, there still can be legal private sector discrimination against this. Like, yeah. one of the things about the law is you can smoke at home. That's where you want to do it. Well, if you have a, if you're a renter and your lease says no smoking, I don't want to say marijuana, but maybe it just has a no smoking clause, still, yeah. you, can get, you can get evicted. Yep. So, uh, and, yeah. if, and if you're caught in an accident, say, even if you get hurt at work, we can drug test you, mm-hmm. and then you test positive for marijuana, you're done at that point. I mean, I mean, it depends on the company, but, but I mean, for the most part, I think you, you, you have grounds for termination. So you have to be very careful in what you think. You're like, oh, it's, you know, we can do whatever we want. It's the Wild West. Not necessarily it's, yet. That's true, and also that attitude may well end up changing over time Yeah, because of this. And, and there may be that... Marijuana doesn't have the stigma. I mean, ten years down the road, right. that, that that I mean, if you're a landlord, maybe you don't care anymore. Right. Um, but it's like day one. It's not everything's going to be perfect day one, so things are going to evolve. I got um, on June first the property management company for the apartment uh, <laughs> building that I. That looks very, very fresh, right? You know, by the way, that paper looks like you so, just got out of the office. Uh, it reads, like as many as many yeah. of you may know, Measure 91, which is the marijuana, marijuana law, recently passed, which will effectively legalize possession of personal use of marijuana in Oregon for persons over the age of 21. This measure will be effective on July 1st, and this letter is to inform you of how this measure may affect your residency. Um, and it says, so after July 1st and going forward, marijuana will be legal, and you'll be able to possess um, but for this particular building that I live in right now, it's a um, it's completely non-smoking. So it goes on to state for this letter, and I'm uh, and I'm paraphrasing that you can possess it, but you can't use it on premises, uh, especially if it's a smoking gun. Well, I'm just saying. First of all, if if anyone's come up the steps of the IB Studio to come to where the IB Studio is. There's definitely a lot of smoking going on <laughs> right there by the door. I don't know who's doing it. I don't care. But absolutely nobody's giving a fuck about that whole smoking. It's apartment room. 101 or 107. <laughs> 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 it's very, very apparent. Uh, real quick, though. Um, actually, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap things up. So welcome back. Uh, I think the last thing I kind of want to ask you guys' opinions on, on, on would be um, the governing party. Uh, OLCC, Oregon Liquor Control Commission, has been um, tasked with the responsibility of policing uh, the, mar- uh, the marijuana use here in Oregon. How do right. we feel about that? AG. I don't know of another body that would be have any sort of better claim to... Uh, Whatever authority on this, I, not that they're great. They, yeah, they do anything particularly well, but they're there, and um, I, I just don't know how else you would just create an agency otherwise. So the infrastructure's there. I should say that. 
I completely agree, and I think that marijuana should be probably dealt with as alcohol is dealt with at some point. It makes sense. I mean, um, if, if you don't want to make it illegal to, to do it, I think there should be consequences for people who overdo it at the same time and who take advantage of things. So I don't have any problem with it, it being there. I think it makes sense. And I think that uh, the prohibition of marijuana, the long prohibition of marijuana will come to an end and uh, we'll start making money off it. And like, again, there's nothing bad that can happen other than, you know, the mothers against drunk driving. I mean, <laughs> mothers against high driving will be mad. 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 Yeah. Well, as with anything new, it's going to go through some growing pains. And uh, But if you are lost and want to learn a little bit more, <laughs> go to www.oregon.gov slash OLCC slash marijuana. It's not meant to be in public service by any means, but there's a lot of good information there that can help steer you in the right direction. Gentlemen, I'm glad we uh, smoked that bull before we did this pot marijuana because it kept us uh, in focus, I think. And, uh, in focus. Anyway, it's it's good, good here's to July 1st. Cheers. Cheers.